Headliner Radio, the creative voice. A very warm welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm here chatting to Charles and Dave from Garage Rock Supergroup, the surfing magazines, who recently released their single Sports Bar and also announced their second album, Badges of Wimes World, releasing on Moshi Moshi Records on July 9th. Guys, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hello, hey. thanks for having us. Oh, you're so welcome. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on today. Is it, uh, where are you guys based at the moment? You, you in London at the moment? Yeah, yeah, we're, um, we're, at, we're currently at my studio um, in Walthamstow. Oh, nice. kind of east. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereabouts are you? Um, I'm actually down in Kent. Um, I was London-based, but um, recently moved down to Kent. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a lovely day down here. I don't, know about, uh, I don't know about in town at the moment. Is it, is it just as nice? We- yeah, it's lovely. It's gorgeous. Yeah, good. We made the album in Kent, in uh, Rochester. Oh. oh, nice. Okay. Kent, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. just. Um, I'm just up the road from Canterbury. So. Um, okay. Yeah, not far. Okay, cool, cool. Um, how have things been for you guys generally over the last? Uh, I know you've been busy musically, obviously, but um, how have you been coping generally throughout throughout the pandemic? Have you been kind of keeping yourselves busy and and sort of, you know, managing to to have enough things to keep you keep you active? I've done as much recording as I can uh, to not go mad because I was going a bit mad with not making music really with with my friend, you know, not seeing or not doing anything creative really. So um, I've just done as much like uh, lo-fi recording and studio recording and different projects and different things just to sort of try and keep uh, ticking over and I suppose not feel like the time was was wasted so I sort of coped that way really it's it's, it's not been easy uh, it's not been easy for anyone how's it been for you Charles yeah same I mean to be honest like the first um the first like March to like September I was just like with my daughter because all obviously like, all the nurseries like closed and stuff so I, I was kind of like uh, I just hit pause on everything and then as things opened up I kind of could do a few more bits and bobs but Mm. yeah it was kind of I feel like the first month of it was like the most stressful because everyone was like how do you do this (laughs) how does this work yeah and then I think everyone just found their own little routine after a bit didn't they but yeah it's I mean I mean I feel like like my family's healthy and like friends are healthy and that's kind of most important thing isn't it at this stage but like yeah I'm looking forward to playing some shows like we've just we just booked a tour for January and oh, nice. a few festivals and we've got a few things to look forward to like live music wise which is feels a bit strange doesn't it it's like yeah we've we started rehearsing last week and we've not really played for probably about a year really mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah, yeah. we made the record like the pretty much the week before lockdown mm. in March like it was all starting to get a bit spooky and then we we just kind of snuck it in and then we mixed it in September when things opened up again. Amazing. Yeah, yeah with the last session, so, I mean, we were joking about it because we didn't think, uh, well, we didn't think it could be as serious, did we? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny thing to remember. So How now wrong. the album's coming out. How wrong we were. Different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're totally wrong. No, it's mad, isn't it? But yeah, it was hard, hardest on the mental health, I would say, of, uh, you know, for myself. Not that... Uh, I got uh, really down or anything, but yeah, definitely was like a challenge, sort of unprecedented uh, challenge. I'm, I'm used to being away um, t- 
touring for like I guess about a hundred shows a year for about the last fifteen years or oh, something. Wow. Yeah. So, so I've been sort of used to a certain thing, and then suddenly it was me and my me and my girlfriend in the flat, small flat, day in day out. You know, so not easy. No. Yeah. But no. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people had it a lot worse, a lot worse situations to be locked down in. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Strange. I'm, yeah, strange it was. Times, it really you know. was a strange time. Well, I mean, it's still kind of, you know, we're coming out still of it is. now, but it still yeah, feels weird. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. You I suppose move, it was. You move out to just adapting and sorry. Did you, did you move out to Kent during lockdown? Uh, no. So that was that was uh, not too long ago. Actually, it was actually actually about a month ago. Um, so um, I was based in South East London. Um, kind of area and well I actually did have a flat in, in Greenwich as well um at the start of lockdown and then um and that was that was tough you know being in being in a, a, a quite you know not a very big space and mm. having your daily allocated walks and you know mm-hmm. um yeah it was strange and, and obviously everyone has to have had to, had to adapt in their own way um but I'm you know glad to hear that you guys are kind of coming out the other side and, you know, you've got these tours planned, a couple of gigs booked, festivals, like that's really exciting. That is definitely something to, to look forward to. Um, that's great. That's great. Um, and before we t- do talk about all that kind of stuff and, and, and new music, um, you guys are uh, a four piece, although there's only two of you chatting to me today, this is a four piece band from London, um, made up of members of the wave pictures and slow club. Um, now I know you guys have each um, been doing a lot of side projects individually um, before and during um, creating surfing magazines. But tell me about, um, I suppose, if Dave, if you want to go first, tell me about your individual backgrounds in music and um, kind of how how the surfing magazines came together, how you guys become acquainted. I suppose we we uh, we were we were going as a band, the Wave Pictures for um a lot of years up in up in uh, Loughborough in the East Midlands but nobody wanted to know <laughs> so we would uh, we would play we would go and play at these horrible places like the shed in Leicester and uh uh you know Loughborough Labour Club and stuff no one would come you know and uh, and um we were going like that for years and years we we moved to London and Moshi Moshi signed us up and we were at um end of the road festival um i think it was and uh they wanted us to see another band that they'd signed up at the same same time which was slow club and it was when charles was playing it was just charles and rebecca in the band and he was instantly very impressive because he's a great singer and a really great finger-picking guitarist and it was a great band and everything it was really exciting so we were we were signed at the same time and then uh we were we were fans of Slow Club and then sort of became friends with them and then um god how many years later we were just mates weren't we and then how many years later did we decide to do the surfing magazines i think we talked about doing something for a really long, really time. long time yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then it's it was probably about 2013 when we started writing yeah so it's probably it was probably like um you know good like five or six years after we met and the first song we wrote we wrote together is on this album it's the last track on this album oh, track amazing. Called okay. charles came around and, and wrote wrote that in my living room and uh uh dom who's the drummer 
he, he wasn't in the way pitches or slow club. So he's kind of letting the side down because he's not really a super group uh, person. He's more of a loser. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah, we sort of wanted to help him out. You know, you've got, you know, you've got a mate who's a real loser. And so you want to sort of help him out. So we come on, you can play drums for us because the drums is a bit like the goalie. You know, you say you can go in goal if someone's really shit at football. You say you can go in goal. So we said, we said to him, it's all right, you can play the drums because okay. anyone can play the drums, as you know. <laughs> so that's why he's in us. It's me and Frenick from the Wave Pictures and, and Charles from So Club and Dom, who's was just a sort of loser. Okay. <laughs> so that's the, that's the, that's so, the sorry, backstory, Dom. really, is it, in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. He's a very good mate. That's why. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Um, no, but and, that's and an excellent drummer. Yeah. <laughs> And a well, that's um, no, um, no, that's great. That's great. Um, nice that you guys kind of each had, um, maybe other than Dom, had those experiences before you kind of come together and you were kind of fans of each other's music, um, playing similar gigs and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's cool, cool, cool kind of, um, you know, origin story, so to speak. But um, your sound uh, together uh, blends kind of... Um, a modern take from the influences across sort of surf guitar and, and 60s garage rock. Um, was the Wave Pictures and Slow Club similar kind of vibes? Did you kind of, did that all just feed into your sound uh, for the surfing magazines? And, and who were some of your sort of main inspirations? Yeah, well, the, thing, sound? The, the, thing about a ba- the thing about a band is, is the different chemistry of the, of the different people makes such a big difference on the, uh, on on the music that you don't have you don't have to sort of plan to be different do you or mm-hmm. you know it just charles is the flavor that charles can bring and, and dom's drumming means that the surfing magazines has a can have sort of quite a neil youngy uh country bob dylan sort of a vibe to it which the way pitches doesn't have just just because the musicians are different the lines sure. different yeah, yeah. Yeah. that sort of gets sort of pulls slightly in that direction but yeah i mean the the music that you love always informs what you're doing, even even if you don't try and, you know, it always comes in and, and um, yeah, the sixties garage rocks of the surf guitar stuff and the sort of Neil Young, Bob Dylan-y sort of stuff is what's going, what's influencing us. But then we're English guys don't want to put on American accents or anything. So it comes <laughs> out sounding like it, like it does, you yeah. know, so yeah, it's yeah. all those things go, go into it really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you don't um, have to. You don't have to sort of plan it, do you? you no, I, mean? I think the the beauty of it is that we've all we've all got. Especially when we first when we made the first record, we all we all had a bunch of different stuff going on, and it was it was just something on the side that happened quite effortlessly in the rehearsal room, and we were just all hanging out. And it was it it was just well, and still is just feels like a bit more of a hang than yeah. Like we're like trying to make this certain thing it was just i don't know it's just uh it, it's it's a it's a bit easier than other projects can be in various different ways um i think that i, I definitely found that refreshing to just be able to just just had that it, natural chemistry right when you guys brought it yeah, all together there's just no there's just not really there's not really any rules and uh i think that's it's quite nice everyone just kind of the songs finish when they finish. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Now, um, you mentioned um, briefly earlier, Dave, that you you recorded the album down in Kent, uh, Rochester, Ranscom, yeah. Ranscom Studio, um, yeah. in February last year. I mean, the timing of that 
was <laughs> without without really knowing in retrospect sublime because you know we went into lockdown almost straight after that um yeah and it's a 17 track album you know it's it's a it's a nice yeah. body of work um that you guys have put out tell me about you know the recording process was it I suppose before lockdown, it wouldn't have been a logistical nightmare. You guys would have been able to get into the studio and, and do your thing, no problem. But um, tell me about kind of how it come together um, and how you guys generally start a record. Do you start, you know, with a melody on a guitar or a few chords or a lyric or... Because obviously there's a lot of organic instruments in in your music. Um, so firstly, tell me a little bit about the album and uh, and kind of how it come together. Um, we, we, uh, recorded it in the studio in Ranscombe is the studio that while Billy Childish uses, like he goes there every week and, and does stuff and they're very quick there. There's a guy called Jim who records there and he's very good at getting a sound, um, quite a vibey sound. It's quite a big sound, but it's it's it reminds you of an older sound without actually sounding like an older sound. It's quite a um, it's quite a good balance that he's got there. And you go there and you you go there and you sort of get his sound, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So totally. he does what he does, and you and that what that means is you. It's not the uh, you know the very rewarding process that you can have sometimes of of, of, of choosing your choosing your drum sound and taking a long time about over sounds but the flip side of that is it's 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 quick and it keeps it on the fun side and so you tend to get like uh, better livelier like performances and takes so it's got a certain extra sort of energy to it which is the advantage of going quickly mm. i think so it's sort of it's sort of a really good studio for me because i i like to go quickly you know so uh, my patience isn't good for recording um so i like i like to go there and record there so i think we were always going to go there we did the debut album there okay um and how the songs came together is we would write them much more separately for the most part and then rehearse them and then go and record a few and then we would look and say oh we need a few more and then we would go back and do a few more and having three different lead singers because dom sings a couple as well as charles and i do it seemed like the thing to do was make it a bit long, a little bit longer and think about it being a double vinyl. So like a single CD, single download album, not like a double album, but like a, a double vinyl. So you have the, I mean, we just listened to the test pressing of the vinyl and it sounded fantastic, which is partly because the sides are a little bit shorter. So it was kind of sequenced mm. that way into four sides of the vinyl. And then, um, yeah, everything. I mean, as Charles says, everything... Uh, it's one of those things where almost answering questions about it. It's almost the most you ever thought about it yeah. because while you're yeah, actually yeah. doing it, you're just, you're just doing it. You're like, that works or that doesn't work, you know? And I would write a song thinking about Charles's voice being on it or think about Dom singing it. And then, you know, just, um, the, 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 what you, what you do when you've got a band you're going to go and rehearse with is you suddenly just want to write a bunch of songs to have something to play with them because you're just, and that just comes out very um, naturally, sort of out of enthusiasm, really. So we ended up with an abundance of songs and and then recorded them, yeah, as I say, with that kind of spirit, you know, trying to get the spirit of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, right, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. I mean, it's like I think like my my experience of making records is probably a little bit different to Dave's, where mm. like um, Dave and the Wave pitches um, that that's that, that that seems to like be a really effective way of recording for you, doesn't it? Just kind of go in and do it real quick. And my general experience is kind of the opposite, um, which I think has its pluses and minuses. But being in a studio and making a record really quickly. It just it, it, you don't really have a choice. You've got to work in in a certain way, which is just it's just kind of just doing the basic, like kind of just not 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 thinking about things too much and just kind of focusing on what's right in front of you. And it's really nice. It's kind of it's nice to be arrive at a studio at like you know at quarter to ten and have like a couple of takes in the bag by like twelve, mm. which. Mm generally in in with records that i've done in the past is just not how it normally works but after do especially after doing the first surfing magazines record i feel like my my approach to recording has definitely changed and gone a lot more down the quick and being prepared before you get to the studio but mm-hmm. like not like sitting there and just go mm, mm, like all the time and just really like kind of act, acting a lot quicker and yeah you do, end, you do like you said you do end up with an energy that is if you if you keep slogging stuff, you kind of just chopping corners off it, aren't you? And you make it something that's maybe a bit too refined. Yeah. No, you can definitely overthink and overwork a, a record. Definitely, if you you know, like you say, if you're if you're going back and forth on it for too long, but um, it's almost like the Beatles. Yeah, I always think yeah. I always think better to underthink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to commit one or other crime, yeah. Yeah. it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> well, there you go. Um no, it's um it's uh it's almost like yeah, it's like the Beatles approach, isn't it? So to speak of of, you know, doing it in one take, capturing that kind of raw energy and emotion um in that first uh in that first hit and then um yeah, I mean, it it makes complete sense, and it's it's funny that you know, Charles, you've come from a slightly different way of doing things, um, and uh, yeah, it's just that's, that's it's interesting, it's interesting. But obviously, um, the end result is uh, is fantastic. So, um, did you guys did you guys approach this record a little bit differently to to the first album, or did you kind of go into into it with the same kind of head on, so to speak? The the, the difference was that that. Um, <clears throat> just being um, conscious that the debut album was uh, shorter and more of a like uh, um, kind of like an introduction to 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 the band, almost it, like kind of like a yeah, I think so. I think felt a little bit freer to do like there's some tracks without drums on the album. So there's like a bluegrassy track with banjo and stuff like that. So it felt a little bit like. We could spread our wings a little bit yeah. and it, it feels to me, I mean, you can't really judge them yourself because you sort of, you're too aware of the, of the process. So you sort of put everything you can into it and then you never really listen to it again. But it, it, it feels to me like a stronger sort of more interesting album than the debut. I, mean, I love the debut album that we, that we made, but this feels sort of like, you know, bigger and better i suppose so yeah there's so, so some consciousness that you're not making your debut album again you're making a second album so of course yeah of course. and and the big difference the biggest difference though is when we made the debut album we'd never really toured so we didn't really know what the band i mean you don't really know what a band can do until you tour mm. it mm. we toured it and you chuck 
cover versions of a band while you're on tour and it kind of expands what you can. So we were doing like Jonathan Richmond songs and Bob Dylan songs on tour and Neil Young songs and stuff. And it kind of opened the band up a little bit from the name and the sort of uh, surfing 60s garage rock thing and kind yeah, of opened up yeah. a bit more. See, Charles is, when Charles is, puts his voice on my voice, he's so good. He can make me sound like a good singer. So <laughs> it's sort of, he sort of, it's sort of opened us up. It's a bit more, got a bit more country to it. I okay. Think. Yeah. So I think there's that, all those things played a part, I think. Yeah. It was a really nice kind of like, we did, we didn't do like loads of touring, but like we did a tour in Spain towards the end of the record. And like, we'd, I felt like we'd kind of like, we'd got to a point after, after that, well, at the end of that tour where we would, we were just, we were just doing loads of new, like a bunch of new songs and some covers and stuff and it's almost like that's the point really where you want to make a record isn't it like yeah. you always feel like at the end of a tour it'd be, it'd be wicked if people went out to see bands who hadn't released a record but people it's just not the way things work yeah. unfortunately but yeah. um yeah it feels like i'm looking forward to getting back to that point where you're like five days into a tour and you your your brain kind of you don't think about things as much do you, you kind of just you you're just on like a kind of it's not it's not autopilot it's not the right word but it's more like you're kind of in the zone is better yeah. isn't it yeah. because autopilot's like i know exactly what you mean but it suggests it's, that you that, don't care yeah, yeah. you do it's yeah. more like it's it, what you want it, with, with your songwriting or with the band play it the two sort of separate things always recorded is you sort of want it to be happening to you mm. which sounds pretentious but you don't want to be getting in the way of it, do you? No, true. So you sort of want to be letting it flow through you, and that's when you're sort of in the zone, which sounds like super cheesy, but it's what happens when, you've, when you're on tour. You get in this weird headspace, and then the music does start to, like, go up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a, re- it's a nice feeling when it happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, completely. And, and it's good that, uh, coming back to the timing of the of the release um before lockdown the uh i suppose when you were when you were writing and recording um not with the knowledge that you know you know you didn't know coronavirus was going to happen obviously and you you were writing it and recording it with the knowledge that you we were going to be able to go play these songs live um and so i suppose that that dynamic has a big effect as well because if you would have gone you know if march would have come and gone and you were still you know trying to trying to get some some records out for the for the album that might have made you guys think you know approach it a little bit differently and think oh you know we're not going to be playing these for a while shall we make this a bit more of maybe a a less kind of big stage record you know it all has that kind of effect doesn't it and i've spoken to a lot of artists and bands who have changed their approach in lockdown um and created you know a lockdown album um or what have you but Mm. this isn't that this is you know this was completely done before um and you've just kind of put it off, obviously, put the release off, which makes complete sense. Um, and now, fingers crossed, you know, things are opening back up and you will be able to play these tunes. But, yeah, that's, um, yeah, completely understand where you guys come from in, in, in that respect of, um, yeah. I mean, you guys must be really yeah, looking, I mean, forward at, Lord, looking forward to getting out on the road, though, like, big time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Dom about it last night. Just Jan- January, we've got, like, four, I think, like, four weeks of, like, shows. And, like, I... Absolutely hate January anyway. I'm so I can't stand it. So any anything like in the diary for January is like good for me. But like the thought of like just playing a bunch of shows for like a month is like yeah, it's going to be wicked. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And where where are you guys today? You obviously I can see you're in the the studio. Um, is that 
is that a studio yeah. somewhere is that in your house somewhere you guys or no, it's it's uh, it's round the corner from my place, but it's uh, I don't know if you can see much. It's it's a little like kind of writing space. It's nice. Um, it's nice. In, in Walthamstow. Cool, cool. It's very nice. I've never been here before, and it, I can tell you, it's very nice. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I mean, have you guys done any recording there? Is that do you, or is it just mainly like a writing room? Like no, no. Like I, I do like bits of like film and TV stuff, like okay. in between, um, like records. So this is kind of where I do like that stuff like that but uh, i've not been ever very long to be honest so okay. I, i'd imagine that you maybe could make a quiet record here but i think <laughs> drums might be a bit of a push um so yeah i'd, I'd just do like little, little like quiet bits here really okay okay so not long till the album now so uh, july 9th obviously it's, uh, it's about a month away which is which is really exciting um what's the what's on the agenda for you guys obviously We've got these shows coming up uh, in January, which is something to look forward to. But w- what's the sort of plan for the rest of the year? Are you just going to drop the album and kind of see, you know, see how it's received and kind of and just kind of go from there? What's the plan? We've got a couple. We've got a we've got a festival show at Green Man um, and a couple of like uh, show at the Moth Club and the show in Margate in August. Nice. There's a couple of shows like a couple of weeks after the record. Uh, but I think, to be honest, I think even just doing any shows this year, like a tour, was just wasn't really like. I think so many bands that had to put stuff off last year have obviously had first dibs on venues this year, which is totally fair enough. So I think Fran, uh, who plays bass, like uh, has been sorting a lot of that stuff out, and I think it's just there's just a bit of a backlog. So January was kind of the earliest we could get in, really. Mm-hmm. But um, it's quite nice to kind of play play shows after the record's been out a bit because i think we're we're both used to like playing like just like doing a doing a tour maybe like a month the month of the album release and um you know like, even if you've got fans that are like really like going to go and get get really into the record it's it's nice to just give people a bit of time to kind of digest it a bit so in a way i think it's it's going to be quite nice it would be it would would have been nicer to be doing the tour now and i've had the album about six months ago yeah, well, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah in an ideal world yeah yeah all right great great i mean i'm i'm a big fan of your sound and um i would love to see you guys um at a show at some point of course um and very exciting that the uh that the album's coming soon um obviously it's been a it's been a strange time but it's kind of like the icing on the cake isn't it coming out of fully coming out of lockdown dropping a new album and uh and just see how that you know releasing it into the world it's nice and um it's been a real pleasure chatting to you guys today it's been a yeah you, you, know, you too thank you very much great. for having us no it's, it's been an absolute pleasure dave and um and charles thank you so much and uh best of luck with the with the album and best of luck with everything else you guys have got going on at the moment um hopefully yeah hopefully we'll catch up very soon and uh yeah Take care. Cheers, man. Well, if you fancy coming to the Margate show, it's not too far from you. So That'd be amazing. You. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Cool. All right, dude. Cheers, guys. You ta- you take care. Yeah. Thanks, Sue. Cheers. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.